SAFM, leading the conversation. on the viewpoint. Yeah, that's me. It's a pity we don't have enough time. Thanks, Miles, for your SMS. Humans, after Bosnia massacre, you never thought again. Then Rwanda happened. We never learned anything. Look, Kenya, election violence. South Africa, 2008, xenophobic attacks. Syria, Rwanda was not a full stop, but a comma in human self-destructiveness and evilness. Thank you so much, Miles, for your comment. Let's talk art now. A black aesthetic, a view of South African artists between 1970 and 1990. We're joined by Professor Nombek Ompago, Director of School of Arts in the College of Humanities and Science. Sorry, College of Humans and Science at UNISA. Professor Ompago, hello, how are you? Hello, I'm good, sir. I'm well, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Let's just have a quick discussion. What is a black aesthetic of your South African arts? I mean, I understand it's an exhibition of University of Fort Hare collections, and it's actually happening right now at the Standard Bank um, Art Gallery. Tell us more about what's happening before we talk about art and its social value. I suppose uh, the art, artists and artworks that have been selected from the Fort Hare collection are the, mainly are the African artists that were pioneers of the African art. And um, I think the selection is to showcase um, their um, vibrant way of showcasing their culture, especially considering that these artists are no more. So it's a, a very, it's more of a commemorative exhibition that is paying tribute to these heroes and heroines. Can so you give us... Yeah, yes. sorry, sorry, carry on, basically. So basically, I think this is a commemorative uh, uh, exhibition that is also um, a kind of a platform for, for, for up-and-coming artists to learn from our pioneers. Let's talk about the names. They're artists, they've identities, they are freedom fighters, they are struggle veterans, they are no more. So yeah. let's let us let us give them their time now. Unfortunately, we don't have arts that we can portray on our social media pages for the listeners at home to sort of interface with. But who are these people and how is their relationship with the University of Fort Hare um, institutionalized? I think these artists were the artists that were selected by uh Professor Diaga, who actually started a, a collection of African artists, but Professor Diaga was from on the anthropological, uh, uh, anthropological background, but that's how he started the, 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 the art collection. But then after that, the art, uh, the, the BS Art Gallery was open, which is hosting these uh, uh, black artists. There are quite a few of them, but the ones that I see that they are actually in this exhibition featuring is Camilla Semi, I think uh, Smart Fumete is one of them, Enes Magnoba is one of them, uh, uh, Sidney Kumalo uh, is one of them, and um, who else is Gerald uh, Sokoto is one of them, Gladys uh, um, Gujandu, they are Gujandu, they are all uh, uh, pioneers that have uh, left the legacy. 
I'm oh, proud I know I, one name there. I'm proud I know one name there. I know the name Dumile Feni, oh. and I know that specifically because I once clocked at the Constitutional Court, and there's a wonderful sculpture of his at the very entrance of the Constitutional Court. In fact, President Tabombeke was quite instrumental in institutionalizing mm-hmm. his memory, who for most part had been placed in New York. Let's talk about the fact that a lot of South African art is currently scattered around the world, and more such artists' names and their works, more importantly, need to be repaid home to instill that sense of national identity, patriotism, and more importantly, understanding the freedom and the expressions that came through the struggle. So what is your question? My question is, let's talk about the legacy of people like Dumile Fene, whose works, for instance, I refer to the fact that his works was once in New York and President Tabombek in the late 90s brought it to South Africa. There are many such names as Dumile Fene's and the Mangobas who are not in art galleries, but who are nonetheless as important. Yeah, actually, all the other artists that are are, are, are featuring there, and most of them, they actually fled the country. They left, uh, some of them, because of uh, fear of uh, 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 being arrested. Because, you know, during the apartheid regime, uh, freedom of expression was suppressed. And, you know, mm-hmm. art is a very expressive medium. So, so, so for example, I'm even now thinking of... Uh, Ernest Mangoba's uh, Madonna, mm. Black Madonna, where he made he made a sculpture of a, of an Af- of an, an African Madonna, where he was showing a, a Mary Magdalene as a as a black woman, and again these other artists who Harold uh, Rubin, the one who did my my Jesus Christ, the one who portrayed Jesus Christ in 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 in, in a in a, a nude Black men, and it was uh, seen as a blasphemy. It was blasphemous by the apartheid regime. And I remember that aspect was actually expatriated. Mm. <laughs> and I remember during about 1998, it actually actually came back. And then most of these artists had to to to, to flee. So, and some of them they were actually uh, uh, approached by the the international. Uh, 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 schools or sometimes uh, international collectors, and some of them, they ended up in France, Germany, and many other places, and then they practiced freely there as artists. So probably that's one of the reasons why you find most of their work all over the place. But uh, the, the, the collection is for, it for trade must be commendable, because yes. actually, although it is just a, a, like a drop in the ocean, but it's a very significant collection. Uh, the, the Professor Diaga did a very good job, especially with the, uh, uh, also the DPS, uh, uh, the 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 DPS um, uh, gallery, which is now based Indeed. for all this uh, uh, commendable artwork. Indeed, the focus of these artists, a black aesthetic. Between 1970 mm-hmm. and 1990, why this particular span of 20 years? What's the significance of the period between 70 and 90? I think the, the, the most significant aspect of it is that these artists were actually working under pressure because they had to actually select their freedom, or their, their, their expression, their symbols of expression in the fear of being arrested. And some, most of them, they actually showcased 
the cultural heritage, our cultural heritage. When you look, for example, at Kudandu uh, artwork, in which you are showcasing the African way of life, the cultural way of life, and they were not apologetic about being African. They were not uh, ashamed about, about being an African. And if you look at all the, the artists that are there, they, they were portraying their uh, uh, um, authentic way of life. They were they were they were they were able to to to, to integrate uh, our cultural uh, attire, the way we dress, the uh, cultural norms and values and principles and ideals. So basically, uh, I would say that. This was really a cream of our of our of our culture, and also the fact that uh, even now we can still look back at this artistic pride. In Jalo, ma'am. University of Forte is now showcasing this incredible correction, I mean collection as you speak about it for the first time outside the Eastern Cape since 1992. Okay, it has been corrected now. It's happening in 2019. But surely mm-hmm. this statistic has to change because this art is not just for the Eastern Cape, it's for the whole country, it's for Africa. Yes, it's true. Okay, can we expect to see more such exhibitions in and around Johannesburg, Pretoria, Gauteng for one? Is it going to be exported to other provinces? How much of that do you know from a Forte perspective? It depends on what, um, on, on the probable, the objective of the, the, the curator or the manager that is managing that art. It also, it also depends on the, the, the finances because when we are exporting such type of artwork, we have to have, uh, insurance because it's actually very expensive. And you know that artwork, they are a treasure. They can be stolen. You remember about five, uh, six years ago, where some artworks were stolen at the Pretoria, Pretoria uh, Museum. So, so, so it, it's, it's an effort that uh, requires a lot of planning and a lot of money to transport the, the, the artworks. I suppose if they could raise also uh, 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 money in order to uh, make this exhibition a touring exhibition, that could be a very good uh, a milestone. Absolutely. We are in conversation with Professor Nombe Gompago, popularly, popularly known as Nombe, who is the Director of School of Arts in the College of Human Sciences at UNISA. We're having a conversation about a black aesthetic, a view of South African artists between 1970 and 1990. The artists whose works feature there are George Pember, Dumi Lefeni, Gladys Mgundlangu, Gerard C. Dr. Samim Luli, to name but a few, and it's at the Standard Bank Gallery. Ladies and gentlemen, we might have time to take one or two calls, but I'm thoroughly enthralled by this conversation with Professor Nombego. Professor Nombego, art, specifically now in an African context, is not just limited to paintings. It's, it's, it's music. It's dance. It's even how we dress. It's the sculptures. I mean, Pitikan Duli is one of those figures who can tell us more about that, obviously. But equally so, you are the Director of School of Arts. Tell us what it is that your programs at school do to create for more such platforms and expressions so that we can export the South African identity. Uh, well, I happen to be the Director of School of Arts at UNISA in the College of Human Sciences. And uh, the, my school is hosting African languages and all the other, other languages. And we also are hosting um, 
the Department of Art and Music, which I'm, I'm, I'm actually affiliated in. And um, so, 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 so basically, the, 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 the universities, in fact, let me also add that University of, 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 of South Africa also has an art gallery. That has one of the biggest collections in the in South Africa, in South African uh, uh, universities among South African universities, and uh, so what we actually are trying to do, we try to uh, um, uh, showcase as much as possible the the collection, just like what is happening now with this exhibition at 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 at, at, at photo exhibition. And uh, I Finally. suppose uh, if we can, like for example, the um, Department of Education at national level has mandated all institutions to transform the curriculum and to, tran- to transform the way of teaching, to transform the pedagogy. Because, uh, as you know, uh, universities, uh, 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 the, the way of teaching, even the content that we teach, is mainly influenced by the Eurocentrism, uh, the Eurocentric uh, yeah. uh, ways of life and Eurocentric education. Now, the, 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 the mandate is that we must decolonize Most certainly. Our, 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 our curriculum. We must decolonize yes. the way we teach. We must look back at how, as, 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 as culture, as African culture, because we have very important uh, 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 pedagogical Professor Nombego, I'm going to have to ask you to just leave it there, please. Unfortunately, I'm running out of time, but that was certainly insightful. And on another day, we'll have to speak to specifically the pedagogies of all of this that you speak to. And thank you so much, nonetheless, for joining us and giving us just a, really, that was a cocktail of a black aesthetic, a view of South African artists, and specifically the art collection, the University of Forte art collection at the Standard Bank Gallery. Shout out to the University of Forte community who are enjoying themselves there. My professors Derek Swartz, Dr. Mvuyo Tom, and Sakela Butlungu. You guys have done a great job, and let's keep exporting a South African heritage, a South African legacy, all from the Eastern Cape. My name is Songa Zomabetra. It's time for the paper.